What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. How did you do financially in 2022? Is your retirement still on track? Did it get crushed? Did you do well? Did you stop adding to your retirement? Did you add more? What did other people do? How did 2022 impact 401k balances across the country? That's what we're going to talk about today. We'll do some research that just came out. And uh, it's not good. If you think about 2022, by any stretch of the imagination, financially, it was not a good year, especially for the stock market. It was probably one of the worst in history. And in recent history, it was only surpassed perhaps even by 20, 2008. Um, the bond market, wow, that may very well be the worst bond market we've seen ever. And certainly in modern and recent history. So what's going on? What are other people doing? And I know that this is going to be considered potentially negative conversation. So why don't I bring in my co-host, Tony oh. Schroeder. Lighten oh. the mood. Tony. Oh, that's 2022. good. 2022. Was your I thought retirement you said- plan crushed? Were yeah. Your dreams for retirement crushed in 2022? No, because of my time horizon, I didn't worry about it. Uh, I mean, that's a wrap. That's I've got time. Everybody. No. Oh, that's the show. That was no. the point of the whole show. I blew the ending, didn't I? Yeah. No, you did not. Actually, we're going to um, be talking about this, Tony. We've talked about Fidelities. They do a quarterly, I think, but they, yeah. they had this financial futures building financial futures. I'll put the link down here for those that are watching on YouTube. They can follow along and I'm going to bring out some of the recent studies, uh, study info that they came. So they always ask what's going on and Fidelity's got a ton of clients in the 401k market. So they actually use their client data, anonymized of course, to say, Hey, this is what's going on. Yeah. So I thought I would share some of that with you and get your take on it. I think that sounds good. I mean, you, Tony, and I mean the audience. You know, (laughs) I always say it's not about how much money you have. It's about how much income you need. But a lot of people like to know what other people are doing, too. You know, how do I compare? In fact, we did a show, how much, how do I compare or how much do I need by a certain age? I think it was age 50, I think we said. I'll put that up there. People like that. People like to say, where do I stand in relation to everyone else? So what I want to do is pull out some data from this. And the first data point I want to pull out is a comparison. Like what is, well, actually, Tony, what would you say the average 401k match is from employees, from employers? The the percentage that the employers mm-hmm. match, the average. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's between three and six. Yeah. Um, Talk about generic. Jeez. You're really not putting yourself out there. 5%. The most popular 401k match formula is a 5% employee contribution rate with 100% match. So they match 100% of the first 5%. And then the first 3%. I'm sorry. First 3%. And then a 50% match on the next 2%. Right. And that, According to this research paper, 43% of plans had this generic formula. 
Not a lot. No. Not a very high match. No, it, it's actually better than what uh, I worked for a company that <laughs> that uh, they had this great, you know, we match up to this. Um, we match this amount, like 6%, 100% match. And I'm like, oh, man, that's that's great. And then And then it said, with a maximum match of, and it was some, <laughs> it was it was like a thousand dollars or something. It's like okay, so they're they're capping their match, so it doesn't matter. They could say we're matching twenty percent with a right. cap of five hundred dollars. It's like, right. um, so you have to watch out. Companies can do whatever they want, right? Yeah, I mean, they don't have to even offer a four hundred one k. Yeah, that's yeah. So, uh, but now companies are getting competitive because they are trying to attract the best employees. So yeah. I think that's to the employees benefit. Uh, but you can really, that's a big part of the benefit package. I just want to jump in here and say, man, if you're looking for a new job or if you're going to get a new job, look closely at the details of the benefit package. Cause that could make or break it. Yeah, it certainly can. And I wanted to put it up there because people kind of want to know, well, where do I stand? How good is yeah. my employer? Here's the app. Yep. So we're looking at a measly 3%. And then an additional, um, yeah, additional one on the next two percent. Really, if you think about a half on the next two, so you're looking at a four percent match. That's not going to cut it now. But that means, though, if you put in five percent, you're getting nine percent contribution in this scenario, right? Because you're putting right, and so, um. That I'm just put that out there to keep in mind because 2022, we had quite a downturn in the markets, bond and stock. Yeah. Um, what really happened though? So here's another stat. Um, only 8.9% of people changed their 401k allocation in 2022. Of the people that had a 401k at Fidelity, only 9% actually made an adjustment. Yeah. Because people never make adjustments to their 401k. It's like set it and forget it. Yeah. And most buy the target date fund. So that's yes. designed not to be changed. And we've done shows on the target date funds. You know, are they any good? Does that make sense? Um, what I don't like to see is people buy like four different target date funds to try and f uh, just buy one. They're but trying to hedge their more. bets, but it doesn't right. work. That's that. not it doesn't work designed. that way. Right. No. Um, but they're, they're expensive, but, they're designed to out reallocate as you get closer to retirement, right? To reduce the risk, but they're not foolproof. I'll tell you that. But I was surprised by this. I, um, I know you said that no one changes it, but I always thought there would be a decent chunk of people tweaking their 401k allocations, but maybe this is a good thing. And I think overall people didn't do anything in 2022 which turned out to be a good thing in the long run. Cause if you make panic moves, you usually are wrong. Yeah. You usually lose. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the contribution rate? Do you think um, that went up or down in 2022, the market's tanking. Do people contribute more or less? I think most people, I, I think uh, again, most people probably stay the same. Uh, but I would say it would trend uh, less. People would put in less. Um, 33, 33.9% oh, um, increased the contribution, mm -hmm. um, which That's was good. an increase. 
So actually, that's a trending upward. Uh, people increasing. That's actually the good. I didn't think it would be like that, but when it's down, you want to. That's when you want to buy. So that's probably good, right? Right. For those for those thirty three percent that did it. And I know the Secure Act part of it is uh, forcing, not forcing. I think yeah, maybe mandating or auto enrollment into 401k. Yes, and then does. I've yeah. seen lately a lot of auto increase by default. So yep. after a year, your contribution rate increases by 1% up to like eight or something like that. Yeah. My every 401k, my wife and I's 401ks do that. Yeah. They, they increase so, every year. So I don't know if this was people actively saying, oh, the market's down. I'm going to buy more. I think quite the opposite. I think people just are complacent about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think most companies now have that set up where you can, you can set it up to increase. And that's probably the 33% that have that set right, to do that. Right. Yeah. And of those that actually increased, um, the average increase was 2.6% mm-hmm. of their in- So, but we're not talking big bucks. You're like, Oh, wow. You know, they got a 2.6% return. No, no, they're, the amount they put in increased by 2.6, which is not a lot because people aren't putting too much in this. No. So, you know, what's interesting to note is you mentioned being competitive. Uh, Companies are becoming more competitive. And one of the ways of doing that is to add a 401k Roth option. Mm, Yeah. Really important to find out if your company offers that. Cause you might be saying, Oh, I, I don't, I, I do the 401k. I go up to the match and that's it because I'll rather save on my own or pay down debts or whatever your strategy is. But most people get that. Hey, if the company is going to match, that's free money. Right. And every financial advisor that I've interacted with has, have always said, at least put in what the company's matching. Cause you can't beat that return. That's a hundred percent return instantaneously. Yeah. Free money. Right. Unless you leave, if you leave the employer under, uh, soon that they, they can claw that back. Um, there's usually a vesting period. Vesting period, yeah. Um, but people say, I want to put in the match and then I'm going to do on my own. And where are they going with that? Here's a quote from the uh, Fidelity Research. Across generations, so this is all boomers all the way down to what's the latest, Generation Y, Z. Um, Roth IRAs are the retail retirement savings vehicle of choice 61 percent of all ira contributions going into a roth in q4 2022 so a lot if, if people more people are putting into a roth ira contribution than a traditional ira contribution in the last quarter of 2022 makes sense important to note if you put money into a roth you can't take it off your tax liability this year you can't you can't put 5,000 in a Roth IRA and then say, oh, I made 5,000 less. I don't pay taxes on it. You pay tax and then you put it in. But all future gains on that are tax-free. Yeah, the whole works is tax-free when it comes out. That's exactly right. And so that's really appealing, especially if you got time on your side to let this compound. You know, my son works at a pizza restaurant and he had, I don't even know, but say a thousand bucks of income in 2022. Um, I was thinking, Hey, put that all in a Roth right now. You're, you're 16 years old. Think about that. You can have 40, 50 years, 50 years of compounding growth tax-free, you know, I'll be long gone by then, but he might say, dad, thanks for that. Right. Um, so he might, if you're lucky, 
But let's get back to the big question. What happened in 2022? Tony, you know it. Stock market was terrible. Yeah. You, you really couldn't hide from it. You, no, everything, people, was da- everything was down. Precious metals, bonds, stocks. It right. Was all. And people used to hide in um, bonds. Bonds. Yeah. In 08, that worked, kind of. Stock market's down, you know, close to 50%, which was terrible. Uh, bonds, I think, were down like 4% in 08. So uh, you don't want to lose 4%, but when you lose 4% and everyone else is losing 35 40%, you're like, yeah, I'll yeah. take that. 2020, stock market's down 18 20%. Bonds down double digits, 10 11%. That's not the way it's historically worked. So people really got hurt. Yeah. Okay. So here's what happened. According to what um, Fidelity has in their study, total assets dropped 15.4% between the last quarter of 2021 and the last quarter of 2022. Total assets. Now think this through. Uh, Contributions went up. Total assets went down. Mm Mm-hmm. And we've had, you know, quote unquote, low unemployment. Um, So more people working, more people putting in assets went down 15.4%. Here's what the average, the average IRA balance in 2021 was 135,600. In 2022, the average balance was 104. That's a 23.3% decline. Ouch. They say total assets drive dropped 15%. Then this next stat says it looks like 23% drop. What's the difference? I put in there, this only considers active participants with a balance. So if someone pulls out of Fidelity, their 401k, they're no longer considered part of this. And who's going to be the ones that pull all of their money out of Fidelity uh, 401k? Retiree. Yeah. So retirement. And they have a higher balance. So it brings down, but still between 15 and 23% decline in balances. That's significant. That is. Yeah. So if you're listening to this saying, well, um, geez, I lost 10% and I'm upset by it. Yeah. Relatively speaking, you can pretty, pretty much be happy about that. If you've lost 25% and been like, geez, I underperformed. Why, why did I lose 25%? Um, that's okay too. So here's the key of all this. And and this is where it's like, how do you compare against the averages and throw all this out the window? Just know the stock market got crushed. The bond market got crushed in 2022. Average balances went down across the board. What did yours do? Odds are it went down, but not if you're retired in 2022. Mm. Did it go down for those that are retired? Like, that's what matters is when are you going to retire? You said it at the beginning, Tony. The timing. Time horizon. Yeah. Are you retiring anytime soon? No. You're fired. Where's my little? Oh. You're fired. <laughs> no. Like, well, not, not by choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get your point. Not by choice. <laughs> In 08, people panicked because. Not only did the stock market go down, the real estate went down. That was a biggie. Yeah. Um, which So they felt it from there, which is usually like, at least at least I got my house. Now your house is worth less than you owe. Um, and 
also unemployment was up big in 08, whereas we didn't have the unemployment huge problem in 2022. So what happened was people rode the wave in 2022, except those that are close to retirement. And this is a whole different discussion is, yeah, 20, a 20% decline is average. Okay. No, not, I'm not gonna say no big deal. No, like red flag. Like, oh my God, you lost 20% 2022. What's your problem? How did you do that? Like, who does that? That's what everyone did, right? And, and generally right. speaking, I lost double digit returns. Okay, that's okay. Cause that's what, I, but if you're saying that and you were planning to retire in 2022, that's where the problem lies. And that's where the disconnect is. And that's where the target date funds fail people is, hey, I target date 2020, you know, 2025 target date loses double digit returns. Wait, that means I'm supposed to retire in two years. How am I supposed to be losing double digit returns? The point being the target dates aren't the be all end all. And it doesn't mean that at 2025, you're not going to invest anymore. Or when you retire, you're going to die. Target date fund says you retire and still live 20 years. So you still need some risk, which is why you have that decline. The important part to note is if you're thinking about retirement, you don't want to compare yourself to the market average. You don't want to look at CNBC headline and say the S&P down 18.5% in 2022. All right, I'm down 17. I did okay. No, you got to look at it and say, well, what do I need to get? What kind of return do yeah. I need to get so I don't run into trouble in retirement? Run out of money. Yeah. yeah. So interestingly enough, people added more to retirement in 2022. That surprised me. I don't yeah. believe that's what's going to happen in 2023. I think people are going to be pulling from their retirement accounts in 2023 to make up for inflation. Sure. Or they're going to reduce their um, contributions in 2023 because of inflation. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, I don't know, obviously. So I was surprised that it didn't happen in 2022. But balances declined. 401k balances yeah. declined across the board. Not surprised. And that was mainly due to the market. It wasn't due to the people stopping contributions. Right. It was due to the market. But the lesson here is don't panic and don't, but don't freeze. So people sometimes panic. And then instead of like selling, they just stop. Yeah. Right. What am I going to do? I don't know. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do nothing, which usually works out. Not if you're retiring soon though. No, you have to be proactive in your planning. Most people, they retire and then they say, oh, I got to find a financial advisor to help me through this. I'm retiring in six months. I gave my notice. Can you help me? You get those people coming to you all the time. Yeah. And I'll deal with it and we'll work through it. But it's so much easier if it's like, you know what? I'm going to retire in five years or in three years. I'm thinking about slowing down. That's the time you plan it so that, yeah. you know, you don't have to sit there like this. I hope we don't have another 08 when the year I retire. That's not, no, that's not strategic at all. If you plan ahead, you can avoid worrying about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it's when, still not great to have a down year, the year you happen to retire or the year before you happen to retire, no matter what. But if you have a solid plan in place and you don't have all your eggs in that basket, you know, because any financial advisor worth his salt isn't going to tell you to put a hundred percent at risk. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And you, and I'll put it a show up here. Watch the show on sequence risk. 
Yeah. You know, having a down year right before retirement is not a good thing. Usually having a down year right after retirement when you're pulling money out is even worse. Yeah, that's so, worse. So you have to kind of like stretch this out and, and you got to look at retirement as say it's a timeline. I'm going to retire in October of 2023. You need to make sure that October 2023 through October 2024, the money that you're going to be spending to live isn't right now invested in this market or hasn't been in the market. If it is, you got to make some changes because who right. knows if the market's going to crash again this year. We can have two years of terrible in a row. There's nothing sure. saying we can't. So you can't just be like, oh, that, at least I got that past me. And at least I didn't retire this year, but next year I'm going to. Well, don't get fall victim to that. So big thing. So bottom line, Tony, yeah, everyone got hurt. And I say everyone in a loose manner. Most people got hurt. That's what the markets did, but it should be a different conversation for retirees. So was your retirement crushed in 2022? That doesn't mean did you retire in 2022 and get crushed? It's your retirement plans in the future. Were they impacted by 2022? Odds are they were. So time yeah. to revisit and come up with a new plan. Yeah. All right. That's all I got, Tony. What do you think? Well, I think it's interesting to see how we compare and look at that fidelity uh, research and say, okay, here's here's what happened out there in 2022. How did my situation compare? And then what do I do to avoid? Uh, do I just sit here and panic? Do I have to not retire? Well, the answer is if you work with a trusted financial services professional like yourself, uh, a financial advisor who's a fiduciary and going to look out for your best interests, uh, then you're going to have an overall plan. And and uh, I think you covered that very well. Yeah. And not panicking is good, but not doing anything is also mm, not the answer. Right. Um, drastic moves aren't usually the answer. It's let's, let's plan it out. And maybe you're okay. Yeah, right? may, you can make little adjustments here and there yes. uh, when you factor in all the... Uh, you know, the results of that. Okay. If we do this here and you're looking at the big picture, which I think people who are too close to it because it's their own money and their own situation can't have that ability to look at the big picture to make those tweaks and see how it's going to have, what the ripple effect is going to be. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You, you get into it. It's like, oh, I lost 20% last year. I'm not retiring until I get back up to where I was. Right. That's a common thing. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, I want to be at, 500,000. And that's where my total net worth needs to be. I lost now I'm at 450. I'm not retiring until I'm back up to five. And then the next thing you know, you're down to 430. And it's like, wait a sec. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm adding, right? Oh, this is right. So then you get up angry. So it's yeah. best to sit and think about it. But well, I like, I like to compare, but at the same time, everyone's different. Yeah. And before we go, I think this show, especially there was a lot of good, um, I don't want to use their meat or content in there for our listeners. Uh, the problem though, is Dan, they were probably too distracted, uh, to catch any of it by your amazing haircut. I mean, the haircut you've got, you got a new haircut. It looks good. Now you're uh, teasing the podcast listeners on Spotify or Apple <laughs> iTunes. You just like, you know, yeah, the that's true. The video for the video viewer for the viewers. Uh, I think Dan's haircut is so good. It was probably distracting. You know, point. Tony, I get a lot of contact from people watching this, asking questions. If you yeah. want, you can contact us and we'll talk about your question online. Um, 
can I get that report or can I give me more info on that? And I do get a lot of comments. I like that guy, Tony. He's pretty good. I don't get, I like you. I, I like that guy, Tony. So don't <laughs> give me that. I'm going to end it there. I'm going to just, you know, give everyone a quick look at my, uh, this hair that everyone talks about and bring in my kids. Have a good week, everyone. Tony, have a great day. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Delphine Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.